Welcome to more than a few words of marketing podcast for small business owners. My name is Lorraine Ball, and I help small businesses become big businesses. And this morning, we're talking about an event that is going on here in Indianapolis and in multiple cities around the world this weekend, and that is Startup Weekend. Our guest this morning, I'm going to start with Denver Hutt and let her introduce herself. She is one of the uh, organizers for this weekend, Startup Weekend, as I try to get our other guest, Jim Bardick, on the phone as well. Denver, tell folks a little bit about who you are, what you do, and your first startup experience. Yeah, uh, so I'm Denver, and my first startup experience with Startup Weekend was last April, um, and basically came in, was kind of unsure of how I would contribute to the startup team, but sounded like a good experience and sounded like an entrepreneurial opportunity to explore a lot of things and just kind of jumped right in, tried it out, and had a life-changing time and a really good uh, networking opportunity and a great experience with meeting others in the community. Awesome. And it looks like I now have Jim Bardick on the line. We've, we've worked through the, the issues with Blog Talk Radio. Jim, good morning. Why don't uh, you introduce yourself and tell folks a little bit about your first startup weekend experience. Hi, I'm Jim Bartek, the director of the uh, Purdue Technology Center of Indianapolis. We're part of the Purdue Research Park here in Indiana. Uh, you know, and I first got pulled on board uh, by you, Lorraine, uh, just trying to help out and see what's going on and, you know, provide our space and infrastructure to really make it easier for everybody to get started. Uh, and then I really got excited because I got to be on a team. I got to be on the yeah, Ninja Button team and, and really learn and really see firsthand how much you can get done uh, in 54 hours. Awesome. It looks like we have a caller with a, maybe with a question. Um, I'm going to try bringing the caller in and see if that works. Uh, good morning. You're on uh, more than a few words. Do you have a question for either Denver or Jim? Okay, well, we'll, we'll leave you live, and if you do, feel free to pop into the conversation. The conversation. If you have questions um, about Startup Weekend, about the startup community here in Indianapolis, you can call in at 805-285-9865. And then if you hit the one button, it'll signal me that you've got a question. You can send your question via Twitter. And Allison, good morning, Allison. Hey, everybody. How are you? Allison is uh, running the conversation on um, on Twitter. So this morning, um, we're getting ready for Startup Weekend. Um, if somebody is thinking about starting uh, or attending Startup Weekend, what should they bring with them? Um, I'll start with Denver, and then Jim, you can pick up, and next time I'll reverse the order of the questions. I would say just a whole lot of energy and an open mind to kind of just see what's going to happen and experience things as they come. Cool. Jen, what do you what do you think people should bring with them to start up weekend? Uh, laptop, power cord, lots of skills, lots of excitement. You know, just being able to, to dig in and and get a lot of design work done, or get a lot of development work done, or get a lot of market research and, and pitch development done to put that PowerPoint together. So any tools that you need to accelerate that process and be a really effective part of the team is awesome. As a Startup Weekend alumni myself, I'm also going to chime in and say comfortable clothes and lots of caffeine. You're going to be there a while. <laughs> um, there you go. We'll supply I, a lot of soda. And a lot of water. Um, 
I, uh, I've been to about six startup weekends, and I think that uh, everyone is, is different, and it is a lot based on who's in the room. So I think telling people to come and prepared maybe to make lots of friends and be open to who you're going to meet. I think a little bit of background, for those of you that are not familiar with Startup Weekend, the program started five years ago um, as a, hey, let's see what we can do kind of thing by a couple of guys in Denver, Colorado. And it has grown into a worldwide movement. Um, there are more than 35,000 people worldwide who've been through startup events. Indiana um, probably, I don't want to say leads the nation, but we've probably had more startup events um, than most states in the United States. Jim, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I think we have, we've had, if you count all of them in Indiana, we've had at least 10. Uh, but yeah, we're definitely up there. So it's a really cool opportunity for us, and it's really cool, too, with the global battle that's going on. So let's go ahead and why don't you talk a little bit about the global battle because that's something that Denver wasn't a part of last time and kind of talk about how that works. Yeah, so every year in November, uh, the Kauffman Foundation, which is a big foundation to promote entrepreneurship, uh, has what's called the Global Entrepreneurship Week where they promote events going on around the world that help people get started in entrepreneurship or help people grow their companies. And Startup Weekend has teamed up with Kauffman Foundation, as Kauffman Foundation is a major sponsor of Startup Weekend events, to put on this global battle, global startup battle. So for every city that competes on one of the two weekends, either last weekend or this upcoming weekend, they get to go on to a global kind of popularity contest where there's online voting, online videos, and other things. And they win a lot of great prizes on that national level. They get to go to the launch event out in San Francisco. They also get a spot at uh, Demo uh, Asia, I believe in Singapore. Uh, so a PR package from the Coffin Foundation, other great things to really launch the publicity of their, their startup. And last year, the team Staff Squared placed second in the global battle. So the challenge is on. Um, Denver, um, what, uh, why don't you tell folks a little bit about kind of what it's like to be on a team? Because you were, you were on a team this, this past spring and might have some advice for people thinking about coming. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I got the advice to pick a team based on who you really want to work with. Like Allison said, 54 hours is a long time. You're going you're gonna to get close to your team pretty quickly. Um, but, yeah, you're going to get a chance to explore a lot of skills. I know uh, I came in kind of having some idea of what I wanted to contribute and found someone else on my team was going to do that better than me, so kind of being flexible and being able to change pretty quickly on the spot of, you know, how I can contribute, what I can bring. Um, but, yeah, it's a great experience. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to network a lot. Um, you're going to be able to capitalize on an opportunity to explore areas you may not have experience working in in the past, so you can kind of learn um, how to do that and how to pivot throughout the weekend. Cool. Um, and you guys did some pivoting on, on Saturday after you talked to some potential customers. Yeah. Uh, my team focused on a kind of group lunch idea um, where if you got group, group people together to order, um, you'd receive a discount. And we got out and we actually hit the pavement and talked to restaurant owners. And as we got feedback from them, really tweaked our idea and narrowed our focus to make sure that it was going to be a viable product to discuss and sell with them and that people would really want to use. Cool. And Jim, um, as an organizer this time, what are some of the things that have to go on behind the scenes to keep the event kind of moving? 
Oh, yeah, it's going to be pretty hectic, organizing and facilitating and, and putting it all together. You know, everything from, you know, this is a volunteer effort, right? And and we're trying to maximize as much as possible the money that the sponsors provide and the money that the attendees provide. So we'll be going to the grocery store, you know, to Sam's Club, picking up a bunch of the dry goods. We have to coordinate all the food. We have to really coordinate behind the scenes to make sure that the teams are, are working well and that they're motivated and everybody's excited and energetic. So there's a lot of things that we have to do both logistically and just, you know, looking at the environment that's getting created and say, how do we, how do we foster that creativity? How do we foster that motivation and that, that energy and that excitement uh, to launch a company so fast? Uh, you know, and that's, uh, you touched on a couple of points there. One is the fact that you really do go through all of the phases the startup goes through in this 54 hours. And I think as, as a facilitator, one of your challenges is certainly kind of knowing where all the teams are and kind of helping them continue to, to move along. Um, and the uh, taking time for the intermission and, and, and finding time for people to just sit back and talk, I think is a really important part of the event. What do you think, yeah, Jim? Absolutely. I'm definitely looking at all. I'm definitely looking at you know, how how do you foster that so people can interact with each other and relax as well as learn. And and I really like what you've done in the past events, Lorraine, with getting people to do team updates you know, throughout the event. So at each meal, letting all the teams do updates and tell people what they're focused on, what their weaknesses are, so that other teams can help each other out and say, well, if we have a graphic designer and you don't, maybe we can come you know, lend them to you. They can help you create a logo and help help you get another part of your business done. So uh, finding all those little uh, pieces of expertise that you've developed over time and integrating them is really important. And I think that is something that is unique to Indianapolis. I don't see that as much at Startup Weekends in other cities where people jump teams um, or they borrow expertise. Um, Allison, when you guys were... Uh, when you did Startup Weekend, what was because your product was a little different. I when I did Startup Weekend a year ago at the November one in 2010, I was actually working on something a little bit different. Most of the projects that you see at Startup Weekend do tend to be very high tech analytics packages, uh, iPhone and iPad apps, that kind of thing. We actually worked on a physical product, which was a rolling laptop desk. So that definitely was a different spin on it. And um, challenges of doing something that is not necessarily definitely uh, web-based at a 54-hour event. Well, we were putting together a prototype using, you know, we did a Home Depot run to get materials. We were shipping things in place. I actually called my brother, who has a mechanical background, to come and help us try to figure out how to how to make this thing sturdy and stable. So it's definitely a very fluid experience, and everything changes from minute to minute. And so I personally really enjoyed working on a different physical product, but it did stand out a little bit and didn't really fit in with the other projects at Startup Weekend, I would say. Well, one of the things is I understand that that product is still going forward, and John hopes that it may someday be marketable. That's my understanding. I got out of the project, but um, John Spear is still uh, moving it forward, and I certainly wish him all the best of luck. Now, Denver, because um, that brings up an interesting question, you know, about do you stay involved after the weekend? And I think some teams do, some teams don't. What happened with your team? Yeah, my team continued to work on our project. Um, all five of us who had met on the weekend continued to work for the next couple of weeks and even months, really. And as we kind of move forward, we 
eventually hit, you know, met, continued to meet restaurant owners, continued to meet people in the community, um, but it did eventually kind of reach a point where we realized none of us were going to quit our day jobs to pursue that full time, and that was kind of, we decided to back off of our project a little bit, but I know a couple people on my team still, you know, talk actively and throw around concepts of what it would take to build a prototype and really uh, market that. So I think it just varies based on your experience. There are definitely teams that are still around uh, from the start of Weekend Experience that have gone on to continue to pitch their idea and continue to build. So, so that I mean I think that begs the question if, if if because a lot of times these ideas don't become businesses. If your idea doesn't make, why should people participate in Startup Weekend? Jim, you want to take that one first? Yeah, I think I think Lorraine, you know, if we go back and we look at the the survey results, right? The kind of all the people and we look at the conversations people have after the events, you know, and and far after the events, everyone always says that it was an awesome experience. They learned a lot, they met a lot of new people, they saw really how fast you could innovate, how fast you could come up with a new concept and test that concept, and it really got them to a new level uh, in entrepreneurship and a new level of thinking. So no matter what, even if you look at those teams where the teams haven't gone on or people just said, hey, you know, this is really fun and I wanted to do it for a weekend and I, and I was never planning on leaving my job or my, my career, uh, that's okay too, but they've always been highly satisfied with the event and they've always recommended it to their friends. So I think that speaks volumes of the, the value of it. Well, I say just to even add to Jim's answer, I know when I started Startup Weekend, my job title at work um, was really, I had an HR background, and I realized that weekend I really gravitated into a marketing area, and that's what I wanted to spend my time doing. And now, you know, a couple months later, my job is marketing. So for me, it was it's a really game-changing experience. I met people who I actually considered, you know, hold me accountable on a different level where I'd never met someone to keep me that motivated before. And having done the weekend, you know, really just changed my view of my job and, and my career path. So on that note, what kind of people show up at Startup Weekend? What are the skills that you need to be able to be successful and have a great time at Startup Weekend? Dan, do you want to take that one first? Uh, yeah, I mean, we generally divide into, you've got kind of people with a technical background, people with a design background, and people with a non-technical background. Um, like, like I said at the beginning, the biggest thing is kind of an entrepreneurial spirit and enthusiasm towards the projects that you're going to be working on. Um, I kind of had a mix of a back of a business-related background. Um, you have developers, you have programmers, you have people with strong graphic design backgrounds. Um, but the big common theme is going to be, you know, a, a tendency towards quick innovation, flexibility, um, and like I said, entrepreneurial spirit. Cool. Uh, Jim, what are we looking for specifically for this coming event? I know that that there was some some skill sets you'd really like to see some more of this weekend registered. Yeah, you know, we've got a really healthy amount of, you know, non-technically based entrepreneurs, people who can build the pitches and get those things done. We've got a good amount of developers, but we could always use a couple more good developers, uh, people who either know Ruby on Rails or, you know, CSS and HTML5, maybe some JavaScript, Python, kind of any of those areas typically are what people are looking for, things for more web application development. Uh, then also designers, really, you know, if, if someone out there is a designer, and really wants to get exposed to a lot of different groups. You know, if they're a freelancer or just looking to do some things on the side, this is an amazing opportunity for designers because we do have kind of a lack of designers right now. So if you know someone who is a designer, someone who's interested in getting in that space, definitely let them know about what's going on this weekend. It's not too late. Awesome. So um, on that note, if people want to 
find out more, um, where can they go to get information about Startup Weekend? They can go to our main website, which is indianapolis.startupweekend.org, or they can check us out on our Facebook page. They can also check us out on Twitter at Indie Startup or hashtag Swindy, which is S-W-Indy. And through one of those mediums, they can get a hold of us and see what's going on and talk to the community. Awesome. Um, and uh, on the fa uh, Facebook fan page, there's a great collection of videos, um, uh, both from the early part of the weekend and the late, that will really give you a, a feel for it. Denver, from your experience, what was your favorite part of the weekend, the, 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 the piece that you think, you know, if all I could do was that? What would what would it be? That's a good question. Um, I would say, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna have two two different sessions. Um, I think the pitches on Friday night were a really awesome to experience. One because it was a chance to kind of um, get insight into what other people are thinking about and use your ideas and really to you know think quickly and say how do I do this? Would this work? Kind of gives that quick start feeling of you know where do I want to go? What do I want to do? How am I going to contribute? And on the tail end of that, um, the judging panel on Sunday night where you kind of get to see all the progress and everything that's happened um, in the 54 hours and how people have come together and how people seems little, you know, jump like we talk about jumping teams um, and really how much work people just accomplished in 54 hours and how much you didn't see happening and yet just blows you away. Cool. We have a question. We do. I just wanted to point out though, those pitches are on Sunday night are open to the general public. So even if you can't commit to 54 hours, um, usually they start what about? Around five ish. There are about five. Is there any cost to do it this year? Yeah, it's going to be. You can get tickets on on the website. Uh, it'll be a five dollar cost to come and join us on Sunday night to hear the pitches. And actually, I mean, for those of you that are in the startup community that um, uh, like attending Verge events. Um, this is really like a mini Verge. Um, you're going to see a lot of the same players that you see at Verge. A lot of the, actually, a lot of people who've been to Verge are Startup Weekend alums, and so they often come to see what's new in the community. And actually, we'll also, you'll also be able to do some of the streaming of watching, getting to vote um, for if you're at the pictures, you'll get to contribute to the voting process um, for the winners of, that week, of the weekend. Another question? Yeah, we've got some questions just about kind of more startups in general. Um, we had one question in particular about what constitutes a micro startup and how someone might find out about some of those organizations. Jim, have you ever, because I've not heard the term micro startup before. Is that one that you guys um, have run across? Um, not necessarily, you know, it's a startup to startup, you know, in our world, a little different than upstarts and getting in a later stage, but. Uh, there's definitely a lot of resources for people, you know, even if you're as small as one person, you've got an idea, you don't even have a business plan yet, there are resources. So if you reach out to us through the Startup Weekend website, we can definitely help get you connected. Some organizations, Denver, maybe that they might want to check out. Yes, uh, Learning Dispensions Verge, which is an awesome uh, networking opportunity for people in the startup community and a good, good way to learn about the startups going on in Indianapolis. There's also a newsletter called Startup Digest that comes out once a week. Um, that'll kind of give you an overview of events happening in Indianapolis that week um, and who to get in touch with, ways to get involved. Um, and those are kind of the two that come to my mind. Um, I think that uh, one of the things, meetup.com in general, hopping on meetup.com and typing in the words 
Indianapolis and startup, Indianapolis new business, or if you're in more of the tech space, there are some wonderful events for uh, Ruby on Rails programmers or developers, and if that's kind of your niche, um, those are great places to get connected. Um, the other one is Tech Points Tech Thursday. Um, I'm not New Economy New Rules is an interesting, but it, that tends to be a little bit more button-down, suit-and-tie type of event. But Tech Thursday, and I think that's this Thursday, um, typically features um, all sorts of interesting events going on in the startup community, and there is some networking time. Um, Jim, are you going to be uh, at uh, Tech Thursday tomorrow? Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to make it out there. It depends on uh, shopping for Startup Weekend and doing all the other planning and logistics and, and making sure everybody have an awesome time. Uh, but if I can, I'm, I might see some people out there. Awesome. Well, um, I will make sure that somebody from uh, TechPoint at least announces um, the event and, and helps us fill, uh, get a few more people pointed in your direction. Um, we've got about... Eight more minutes. So, Jim, what I'd love to do is maybe have you talk a little bit about, because uh, you've been to several of these, the most interesting startup that you think has come out of the Indiana space. Um, well, you know, it just depends. You know, I, I, I really liked, uh, you know, Denver's team's concept of the, the group lunch and kind of saying, well, you know, how do you get deliveries to one building and, and kind of use leverage the group population to get a discount on that kind of, Similar to maybe like what food trucks are doing, trying to go around and find a specific spot where they can they can monetize enough things. I really like what uh, you know y'all on the team done with Pocket Tales and and where they're going to. I know that was with a earlier startup weekend, uh, but the success they've had and how they're taking off in areas of you know education and, and educational games and social games that are tied back to to early age reading. That stuff's really cool. I'm really a big fan of. Stat squared and what came out of that weekend, just to have all that advanced analytics for kind of social media professionals. So that stuff is just really cool to say. How do you help leverage those people do that faster? Now there's a lot of other uh, great tools that have come that are in that same space as well right now. But anything like that that really helps drive kind of those online business to consumer type transactions, I get excited about. Well, you know, it's interesting um, because. Uh, people are like, well, you know, how big does the event have to be? Um, and the smallest event that we ever had in Indianapolis was, I think, just under 40 people. And at the time, I think people were concerned that maybe there weren't enough people, there weren't enough developers. But two of the most successful startup companies that have come out of Startup Weekend both came out of that event. Um, Shout Now, which has been running for three years, is a messaging service, and Pocket Tales both came out of what was a very small event. So I think a lot of times it's not really the size, it's, it's, it's just getting the right people and, and being willing to talk about it and stay with it after the event. Um, what... Uh, what other advice for people that are thinking about this? Denver, take yes. this one. Um, I think the biggest thing is don't not sign up because you're not sure exactly what your role on a team is going to be. And I've kind of emphasized that a couple of times. But for me, I remember I bought my tickets totally on a whim. And the night before Startup Weekend, really sat there and debated, 
you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to be helpful? You know, am I, how do I market myself? How do I get someone to want me on a team? Um, and that's, you know, you kind of figure it out as you go. And I think not, don't let the, the, the mystique of startup weekends, I guess, scare you from joining the experience. Uh, you know, I absolutely agree. I mean, when I went to um, Startup Weekend and I had seen um, a small write-up, we didn't have a, even a web page at that time, and I was pretty sure I was going to be the oldest person. Mm -hmm. I was pretty sure I was going to be one of a handful of women, and I, I'm not a techie, so I really didn't know. And it was awesome, and it just amazed me. Um, and it's really confirmed that businesses need all kinds of skill sets. You need tech people, you need designers, but you need people who can balance a budget and do market research too. Jim, you you yeah, are part of a go ahead. I'll just say, yeah, and I think the other question I get a lot is people asking whether they have to be at the entire weekend. Um, and, and you don't. You know, some people do have other commitments. Say, you know, I've got to, you know, take care of my family in the morning on Saturday or do this or that. And, and the thing that I always kind of tell them is say, well, you can be as, as involved as you want, you know, or as, you know, involved as little as, as you want or as, as can be. And just thinking about what value you've added to the creation of that company at the end of the weekend, because that team is ultimately going to decide who moves forward on that company, you know, and, and what that structure looks like and who's doing what. So if you're really dedicated to starting a startup company that could be your next career move or, or the start of your career, that you really want to be as involved and as valuable as possible for that team. And if it's just more for the experience and you don't mind, then, yeah, definitely come for half the time, help the team out, be glad you helped the startup and you learned a lot of things, and that's okay, too. You know, um, I have – one of the things I did um, was I encouraged, Allison might say, twisted arms, to get, to get people that worked for me to come. And one of the things I really wanted out of that experience was – our clients are business owners, and I really felt that with a very uh, young staff that sometimes they were a little intimidated sitting across the table from a business owner. And having gone through the startup process and having a little bit more insight into what life was like on the other side of the table, I saw a very different dynamic in customer interactions after that weekend. Um, I also hired an intern. Um, who uh, would never have had a shot at an internship at Roundpeg if I hadn't met her and seen her work at Startup Weekend. Um, Jim, closing thoughts? Well, before I do that, Allison, any last questions from Twitter? No, we're in good shape. Awesome. Um, closing thoughts and questions? Uh, anything else you want the uh, listeners to know? I just, you know, that... Uh this event is really, truly a community-based event. It's driven by our team of volunteers. You know, a lot of that work has been put in by Lorraine to help build our, this team, and I'm fortunate to be involved with that as well. And along with Verge and everything else, the whole point here is just to help be a catalyst to grow this new IT startup scene in Indianapolis and grow what we've seen so much with Exact Target and all the other successes and now get a new round of people involved. So it's just really awesome to be involved. Thanks a lot for including me, Lorraine. So glad that you were able to uh, to call in. Denver, closing thoughts. Um, just if after you know listening to us today you have more questions, don't be shy about being in touch with us or checking out the website. We're happy to kind of answer any questions you have before the weekend starts and we really hope to see you um, on Friday night. Uh, register to read more. The website again is Indianapolis.
startupweekend.org. You can chat with us on Twitter at, at StartupIndy. Indie Startup, at Indie Startup, sorry. Um, you can find the hashtag PoundSwindy. And after the weekend, when the voting starts for the global battle, we got beat out because there are more people in the country of Lebanon than in the state of Indiana who participated in supporting our team. If you can't come to the weekend, we really want you to jump on board and be a part of this statewide effort to support our community. If you've enjoyed the conversation about Startup Weekend, if you'd like to learn more about marketing, networking, and other activities in the startup and small business community, be sure to check out our blog at www.roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.